1: Welcome to episode 96 of Comic Book Nation, the official podcast of comicbook.com. I'm your host, Kofi Outlaw, and today, as you can see, we are making some co-host changes. With me uh, on the regular Matt Aguilar spot is Janelle Wheeler. Well, of course, we're celebrating Matt Aguilar being away, having his first child, and he's enjoying all that new papa love and stuff while we're just still here talking about whatever. But, news, uh, it's cool. Congratulations, Matt. So uh, Janelle's filling in for us today. Hello, everybody. And that cleared up some space on the couch, so we finally got to bring in queen of anime, Megan Peters, and actually have two of our talented ladies on the show for the first <gasps> yeah, time. It right only here. took a season, but hey, eventually <laughs> we have a podcast.
2: Can I Just pretend yeah. this is a high five.
1: Yeah, yeah. this
2: is yeah. a very powerful couch right now.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we eventually get there with some <laughs> progress in the show. But not to kind of stray too far from our original format, holding us down over in the uh, big dog chair over there is Mr. Brandon B.D. Davis back with us again. Howdy. He looks so excited. Yeah, I know. There. This is why. Still, we were if you're the watching show started, the live feed, this is why. A people are like Brandon's mad at every show. And <laughs> two people are like Brandon's mad at Kofi every show.
3: Well, before the show started, we were talking about what we would do if we won the lottery, and I was still in my head on yeah, about, yeah. about all the things I would we do. We had
2: disagreements already.
1: Yeah, uh, you
3: were you were just spiraling out of control. There's gonna be like I would a part spiral back. out of control. It
1: would be amazing. <laughs>
4: Ah, uh, man.
1: <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Uh, maybe on some of those fan questions shows that are coming up, we'll get into like what we do with the lottery. But uh, today we got some other stuff to talk about. We have to talk about the full-on trailer for Birds of Prey, which is now out. We have to talk about the new Batman game that is already being teased to fans. We got some big Pokemon news to talk about. And we are going to talk about the future of the Star Wars movie franchise after Rise of Skywalker. Plus, my three co-hosts haven't yet told you what they're looking forward to in 2020. So we're going back to our segment about 2020 previews where we get to share with you some of the exciting stuff that's coming up in gaming TV movies this year and uh, put it on your radar. So let's get started. All right, first up, we're going to talk about Birds of Prey. We've seen a lot of stylistic teasers for the film. um, A lot of kind of giving us what the tone, the kind of characters are going to be like. But we haven't seen too much from it in terms of, like, plot. We didn't even know, like, the names. I don't think we necessarily still know the names of all the characters if you're not familiar (laughs) (laughs) with this. But this latest trailer did give us a more traditional kind of plot outline. And we got to see some of the big things that DC fans have been waiting for in the film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, right off the top, we got to see Ewan McGregor in his full actual Black Mask costume, which has a lot of DC fans now breathing a sigh of relief. We were worried we were not going to get
3: a mask in the movie, which Brandon Davis was kind of freaking out about before we came in here. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody's like so excited to see the black mask, and I'm just like, yo, it would be so hard to get that wrong. Like, like how? why are we so excited? It looks good, and it should. If it looks bad, it would be such a stupid move. How do you get that wrong? Easy. I mean, and I got your
1: point. Like, I think a lot of fans, just to play devil's advocate, are so burned by things like, Jesse Eisenberg's uh, Lex Luthor, or cover your ears, Janelle. (laughs) We Uh, should. Jared Leto's Joker that they now (laughs) like. Jesse (laughs) Joker. Oh, buddy. Oh, man. Send your letters to uh, Jay Jay Wheeler over at uh, Twitch (laughs) TV. Uh, You can find her there uh, (laughs) for all your Joker comments. Um, But in all seriousness, like, so they just were worried that somehow they were going to screw the DC Warner Brothers, we're going to screw it up again. Um, So they just needed to see it. So yeah. we've seen it. It's a mask. It's a skull mask. It's black. It, it's, it's a it, black mask. It looks it's exactly good. what it should Vaguely be. Like it's so simple
4: me of like Harry Potter dementors. Oh, oh like God. when I saw oh, him gosh. I immediately was like this is the crossover. I mean, I deserve. have a big problem That's with it because cool. the eyes aren't mm.
1: white. They're cut out and you know how I feel about cut out eyes. Mm. Now I'm just kidding. That's not a real thing, but I'm sure somebody on the internet is complaining about that. But mm. in all seriousness, he looks good. I'm kind of now more curious to see I wrote up, hey, Black Mask is wearing his black mask as an article. But uh, I'm kind of curious to see how and why it's kind of used. Mm -hmm. There's suggestions throughout this trailer that there's a whole, you know, backstory about it. He's doing the whole kind of uh, Spider-Man movie kind of Green Goblin thing where he has like a room. The mask is on this like little pole or mantle. When it comes out, why it comes out, seems like there's going to be some kind of connection to his psychosis. Yeah, because they show a lot
2: of him... Obviously not with the mask in yeah. this new trailer. Yeah. Uh, and he looks great. I mean, I love the way they've outfitted him. His like white suit is pretty fly. And I don't know, he just seems interesting and intriguing to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've heard a lot of rumors about like what this version of Roman Sionis is going to be like. That's the character Black Mask you Ewan McGregor's playing. Um, I have my own theories. I think there's some connection to... Victor Zs that might kind of trigger him to go kind of really crazy mm-hmm. in the end of this movie if something happens to Victor Zs. Brendan, do you know anything about this from like the? Are you allowed? Are you allowed? Are you allowed to spoil anything? Yeah. Like, if you guys I, don't know, BD always I, lives in this flux yeah. of reality where he knows things, right. but he can only say certain things
3: for like years he at
1: a time. He just
5: grins. At well, us. Like, well, sometimes
3: <laughs> you guys say stuff, and I'm like, well, I, uh, that seems sounds really cool. I mean, like, it, we I don't want to spoil stuff. People don't want to know people haven't seen the movie yet and I also might be wrong so like I don't want to be wrong but based on what we saw on set I mean Kofi has a really good theory I like that theory Mm -hmm. Uh, he's people get hurt in this movie
2: uh, that was that was an, it is rated R so that's a good it thing. is rated R yeah. I don't
3: know why the hell they're not releasing a red band trailer like I know I said on, I don't we, see I sat this on there. the podcast when we talked about the set visit I sat on set watched them film one three three and a half minute scene and they said the F word sixteen times in that scene it's insane like she's not gonna say Harley freaking Quinn in the movie she's gonna say Harley good. F and Quinn Thank God. and uh, things I can't say on this podcast even though we're not sponsored so it's not gonna cost us any money if I do but <laughs> we're trying to get there but uh, like I I don't understand why they're not releasing that red band trailer like mm-hmm. that will get more people excited the first trailers for this movie didn't really do much for me like I think you have a built-in fan base who no matter what is gonna get excited when they see this for me I was like okay uh, this trailer today was the best one by far I agree, it's yeah. the first one that made me say yeah I, I genuinely really do want to yes. see the movie now and I'm interested to see how like the cartoonish elements of Harley Quinn translate to live action like are they gonna be fun like they're portrayed in the trailer or are they gonna be like the Lion King where you can't do cartoon stuff and it falls flat in live action or yeah. photorealistic animation whatever you want to call that but you get my point yeah. like that that's the thing, and this trailer made it look like it could actually be pretty good. I don't know. I yeah. feel like
1: this trailer made the case better than the Lion King for why live action hyenas are a good thing. Uh,
4: 900 <laughs> percent. Yeah, it probably. I was just like the weirdest little tag scene. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. What are, are you really thinking? That big? Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, okay.
1: hyenas are big. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, I mean big. they're
4: out there like trying to like yeah, kill don't go into the stuff. African
1: plains Man. like trying to pet a hyena. Like they, yeah, they said, yeah, it's yeah. named after Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah, thats yes. yeah. It's named after Bruce after that Wayne after the sexy Wayne guy, and then the hyena
3: just starts cracking up laughing.
1: I'm
4: wondering. So, is like, she
3: talking about Ben Affleck or Robert Pattinson? Oh, the one thing wow. I'm curious Not about oh. is
4: like, what is it about the hyena that reminds them of like Batman? <laughs> like, is the eyes? Well, she really doesn't know Bruce
1: that? Wayne is Batman. She thinks like her hyena is a stud. She well, named him after Gotham. Well, Bruce yeah, Wayne.
4: True. I refer to them interchangeably. <laughs> like, what is <laughs> yeah. it about? like, He's that just like persona? Gotham's
3: biggest stud. He's a cutthroat like, businessman. Yeah. And those are, Her hyena is like a stud. She's trying to them. figure out the answer. I don't know. <laughs> <But> I mean, <laughs> after Baby
1: Yoda, after this, are we going to see like a bunch of like cutesy? Those hyenas towards are not hyenas. Baby Yoda cute. I
3: hope not. Stop I don't know. Stop it. Those people things are be nowhere like, near as cute are as There's gonna be like Yoda. a
1: sector of girls who are like, I need a hyena now. Like, I'm
4: pretty sure those yes. already exist, but the I answer just answers. try to like like keep them out of my mind.
3: Hyenas <laughs> will kill you. They yeah, will, but they're they scavengers.
4: They won't yeah. kill you unless you're
3: already weakened. <laughs> they will. If eat you. you. Go ahead, right, Megan. You go get a hyena and let us know how that <laughs> hey, man. I, I'm not gonna really do I mean, it. I'm just gonna make sure that I release people it in the will studio when you're Any kind of pet.
1: Have you ever been eaten by your own Komodo dragon or had your monkey rip off your face or things like that? Like
3: I mean, technically Cats will eat your face if you're dead around them, right? That's what they say. Oh yeah, they will. Cats will eat. And we all have. I don't have a cat. Dogs
4: will also eat you though. But it takes.
3: I believe that my dog ate the table. (laughs) I just have children. All they eat is your time.
1: Um, But back to back to birds of prey. So while we get some good stuff, I mean, yeah, there are the moments. This has the most personality. This trailer. Mm -hmm. It actually suggests there is kind of like the really funny. Kind of tone set by the fact that like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is narrating this. Um, some moments with her just being Harley Quinn, like when she's in the warehouse and somebody's shooting at her and it hits the bag of cocaine and she mm-hmm. inadvertently sneezes it and then you know, goes, she like, huffed ballistic. a lot of blow. Yeah, yeah great. Like, and like that kind of no. stuff is hilarious. And Margot Robbie looks like she's gonna kill all those scenes. Yeah. Um, we even get more at least our first hints of why the actual Birds of Prey team might be cool. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mary Elizabeth Winstead's Huntress, which. Seems like a well-kept secret of this movie for some reason instead of just putting it out front. But she has that moment where she's like sliding down the slide and killing that guy. Yeah. Um, we get to I'm see Black sure Canaries. I'm pretty sure the end of the movie. I think, I think so that's too. That's yeah. like the climax of the I movie. I think everything yeah. in that like little fun house scene yeah, where Black Mask gets out of the car in his full suit with all his goons. And I think that's the scene in the trailer where she's like, we're not getting out of here alive. Like yep. we got to stick together. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a lot of the movie. This will be the one time they actually do come together. With the rest of the movie, them being like, why are you here to Harley Quinn? And like, they have to. I really think it's going to be a
3: lot like Joker, though. Whereas when it ends, we're like, wait, was that even real? I think so, too. The the first they they like talked about that unreliable narrator stuff. But we saw it in this trailer. Because when she shoots that cop in the beginning and she says, well, that's not how it actually went or whatever she says. I think that there's going to be a lot of that. And by the end of the movie, you're going to be like, wait, is she even their friend? No, like, and I did think this that's... even happened. I think, like
1: I said, I, we were talking yeah. like a couple weeks ago and I think that's always going to be the big twist of this movie is people were always wondering, like hardcore DC fans, Birds of Prey is the hero team, of female hero team of Gotham. There is a female villain team that's Gotham City Sirens. So why is this movie kind of mixing up those ideas? And I think that it was always going to end like, this is Harley's story in her own mind about mm-hmm. how she drew in this group of ladies. But yeah. in the end, it's like, no, like no yeah, way. But and also she's still on the look for like where she belongs and that would yeah. be the Gotham City Sirens movie, which is now
3: on hold. So I don't know. And also it also has to do Joker. with the, yeah. I'm sure the new Warner Brothers AI system that projects what movies will be successful. And you know, <laughs> a Birds of Prey movie wouldn't have been as successful without Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn. Yeah. That's probably yeah. what the computers Absolutely.
1: told them. Yeah, probably. And, and I get that totally. But I can see because this was rumored to be a trilogy, like, it went from this, then Gossip right, City yeah. Sirens, which would make sense if she kind of realizes, oh, I never did fit in with the goody two-shoes, and she goes, plays with the bad
3: girls, mm-hmm.
1: and then I the third bras brought not head be so to head. bad. Oh, that would. Mm. Mean,
3: I want to see Margot Robbie with somebody playing Poison Ivy. Yeah, so And bad. Zoe Kravitz, Who?
1: Catwoman. Oh, so like, bad. Who I don't would be think your that'll ever Ivy?
3: happen. I know the continuity. We're not going to get all venom oh, on I, this. I just. I mean, I think the Batman really is going to be separate. Like I think. Gig, I mean, you're probably which which right. Sucks. I'm probably right. I, mean, I just want to see. Good movies.
1: Look, man. We won't go too deep into the psychology of this, but I just want <laughs> to see Zoe Kravitz and Margot Robbie together. You know, on the screen. I'm with you.
3: Yeah, I'm picking all up what right. you're putting down. Yeah, I smell what the kofi's cooking.
1: Yeah, thank. you. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, yeah, so we don't know what any of that's going to happen. So we'll just have to see what happens with Birds of Prey. But I think you're right about the twist. I don't think this is we'll figure out this is Harley's very delusional version of this story. Yeah. So I mean, this trailer's gotten me more psyched to see the film, even with all its drawbacks. So I'm
3: kind of—I'll be there. I see it this month. I'm excited to. Re- yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see it. But oh, you see it soon. I see. Yeah. yeah it, see, I told you, BD always lives in a separate see it reality. In like two weeks. Tell us. Mm. Yeah, nice. Well, we'll be
1: back and get your first reactions. So that's right. Comment in Comic a couple Book weeks. <laughs> Moving right along from the world of Batman to the world of Batman, we're going to talk <laughs> yes. about this new game uh, that's being teased. We've been talking about this, we've been getting hints of this for like months now, but yeah. now the official teases are actually coming out. We're mm-hmm. getting these cryptic images released on social media uh, mm-hmm. that have these kind of emblems and what all's in the emblem might be telling us like what the next Batman game is about. I think there's like a thing, like a hashtag like Capture the Night. Is that the confirmed title or is that just... Yeah, it's, Yeah. Well, I mean
4: that's is just that like confirmed? what they're te- teasing. Teasing? Yeah. yeah, it's just like what they're teasing. Yeah, yeah Capture so. the Night.
1: The emblem looks like, and everybody has guesses. Um, there's things in the emblem that suggest, like, hints at the Court of Owls. Yeah. Like, there's talons. talons. And, so yeah. many
4: talons. With talons, talons,
1: which are cool. I mean, talons are really cool My Am I person is
3: not a huge Court of Owls story fan?
1: It's a convoluted story. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it, because a lot of it's psychological stuff with Batman inside his yeah. own head when he's drugged, and so... The actual event was more exciting with like the Talons, like the tie-ins, yeah. where everybody in Batman's world had to face a Talon, and the Talon concept itself is cool. The mm-hmm. Court of Owls concept is cool, but the story is, I mean,
3: debatable. it's but, a, it's, a, I, I mean, it wasn't bad, but like, I, just, yeah. it's not one no. that I'm like, I want to play that or yeah. see that. You know, mm-hmm. I think it could be good for a video game in the sense yeah. that the Court of Owls just
1: like are a bunch of people who manipulate everything in Gotham, yeah, and Batman trying to, and the idea of Batman trying to get through a Gotham City which has now become like this huge trap against him, mm-hmm. would be interesting for a video game.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah
1: and especially if, yeah. if like a lot of people have speculated that the emblem could be like for the GCPD and that, you know, capture the night and all that stuff could be... You know, this really is like Batman: The City Against Batman, which would be Mm that's what it seems like to me. Kind of change. It feels like
4: it's going to be like an out, like an amalgamation of everything, and which would be great, especially like with video games. I love like when they play with like psychology choices, like any of like the old games, like like La Noire and stuff like that. When you're like doing that really close, like facial capture. I mean, we don't know hardly anything about this game, but having that mixed with like awesome action, which we know the Batman games are clearly capable of, like. 900 percent ready for it.
3: One thing though, definitely hope it's available on the superior console, which is Xbox. Oh, See, Brandon oh, is throwing, yeah. this
1: at yeah. well, okay. first,
4: throwing this grenade. You've no. been throwing this grenade. Are
3: you working for Xbox now? The, I'm right? an, listen, I'm an ex- Xbox is superior. The
4: first There's alone. I you you like are alone, alone, but I think we can all agree it's actually the Nintendo it's Switch.
2: It's the Nintendo Switch. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. No. I am no,
1: backed up. Hey, ladies on the couch I today. I, I know. Yes. I've been a husband long enough to know when <laughs> to fall back. So there you go. I
3: just had to. It's all right. I had to.
2: I mean, the more availability, the better. I wish well, yeah. They, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, ready I'm, for. I'm, I'm going to play it.
3: if if Batman is only available on PlayStation. I'm going to play. I'm just going like, to wish and it and was. The fun. question about it
2: is like: Is the, did they like release Nintendo. all this stuff too soon? Like, it is there feels any like word? Such a long like out outfit.
3: Is there any word on where the Batman game will be available yet?
4: No, I mean we don't know anything. Really, no. we don't we know, know. It's a, official we we title know it's a team.
2: segments of a logo. Yeah, we don't no. even know.
3: Like that I don't even
2: piece together for us. It's not even been
4: like
1: yeah. fully official. Montreal
3: teasing us.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's not even like fully officially announced.
3: Sons of Canadian.
4: It, they're driving yeah. people crazy. Bacon. People Sons of Twitter Canadian baking their minds. Yes.
2: Yeah, we've all just
4: Maple been like syrup. piecing
2: it together because like. They're, they're holding it back. But I feel like people aren't positively reacting. They're not like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. They're more like, I am so annoyed with you guys for taking yeah. so long. Well, that's to get what happens today
3: when you live in the... Oh, yeah. I'm going well, to throw, I mean, like, throw another one out that's going to get a nice eye roll from Kofi. But we live in the binge era when everybody wants it now. It's true. And you're yeah. used to having everything at your fingertips. So if somebody's like, hey, we're doing this thing a year and a half from now. So here's a small piece. Also Aww.
1: referred to as the microwave generation. Yeah. Yeah. As in, you want your food hot now. You don't want to take any time for it.
4: I mean, I will say that the whole teasing process has been very drawn out in our opinions, but it's because as this like people who are like mining companies for information Mm -hmm. that they're keeping secret. I mean, that's a relatively within the past decade, five years of people really digging into mining companies, mining press releases, anything to find this information of like internet sleuths. So it really feels like that because there have been hardcore people in our sphere finding this information for a while. So cause I know you're like the, my In the
3: office, you're the best connected into that world. So if uh, you don't know the information, <laughs> like Megan knows like the dark, and I know the dark the great. No, she way. knows, she knows the, that dark, <laughs> webs got so the dark web. So if y'all need well, any dark deep me. mining info or <laughs> stuff like that, Megan's your girl. All right. but, but she's all, you're all, you're definitely the most in the know on that stuff around yeah, here. Dark you know web expert pagan meters is.
2: <laughs>
1: here
4: I don't know where that sentence was going, but I'll just let you <laughs> roll. Yeah, <I> was, <laughs>
1: hey. The ship landed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Landed safely. That's what I like to do. A little scare on the way. Then we get down on the tarmac. That's how we do it on comic So, Yeah, keep your eyes open. That Batman tease is coming. We'll tell you when it happens, but uh, right now, your guess is as good as ours. But yeah, I mean, there is some basis for this, like the GPDC or GP. Oh, my gosh. The Gotham City Police Department <laughs> G- emblem C- in C- the C- games is a big eagle. The talents. We said all this stuff. So mm-hmm. there are clues there. Man, it's a nice little puzzle. So figure it out for us, Internet. We're all going to yeah. play it. Yo, yeah, of course. We're going to play it. Of course. We all will. I'm not coming in here to podcast. I'm
2: Especially just when it's available for the Switch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, nice.
1: That's a good place to end that on. We're going to take a break. But when we come back, we are going to talk about the new events happening in Pokemon, what's going on next in Star Wars, and what you should be looking for in 2020. So stay tuned.
5: And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: All right. So this is my favorite segment of the show because it's the one where I have to do the least amount of work. <laughs> um, I I'm not a Pokemon expert beyond knowing which Pokemon I am firmly, firmly. This question Witches. came up recently. Is that from well, Instagram who, filter? You can't just leave it there. Who are oh, you? Oh, so you know this answer already, but I'm you too, clearly. That is that from like the, the Instagram
3: sense. filter? Like how did you know that? How did you learn that? She tried to put me on an Instagram
1: filter and it came up like Bulbasaur or something and I was like, well, was then you're the a Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur? And I was oh, like,
4: is it No, so Ivysaur uh, is the Ivysaur. second one. And I was like,
1: no, I don't think so. And I had to refute that. Yeah. All right. And you came in with so a I solid Mewtwo. In. And like, then Kofi
2: uh, dubbed me sense. as Pikachu because, wait, what did you say?
1: Well, I said you're like sparkly. You're like zippy, sparkly, happy, like nice all the time until like somebody really pisses you off. And then like it's all electric shocks. Everywhere. No, y'all haven't seen Janelle angry. <laughs> Were you
4: trying to avoid that on air? <laughs> I'm hoping <laughs> yeah. that's you guys will never see I, that
1: I've seen it. Janelle slightly annoyed in streams before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Janelle has huh. hit me.
3: I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my, that's my we used to do that Walking Dead show together. Janelle used to, man, I if I said something really wrong, say one bad about word about Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Say one well, bad who would it And it's just like, that? she licks the back of her hand and then, listen, who, listen right, no matter I'm what you do, no matter what you do, that eye is never going back unders- in the socket. I shock. never go yeah. back shock the
4: Shockwave, everything. Yes. But,
1: uh, all right, so back to Pokemon, though. There is something happening in Pokemon. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but Megan knows what it is. Janelle knows oh, what it yes. is. So you guys take it away. Pokemon! Tell us what's happening in Pokemon. Yeah.
4: Well, to say something's happening is a vast understatement. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> um, so basically, I mean, if you've played Pokemon, like you understand that you'll get two games released. So for those who don't know or have lived under a rock, Pokemon Sword and Shield came out for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. So it came out in November. It's been out for several months that's been very successful, great reviews. And so everyone's been wondering, like, what is the third game that's going to come out? So, like, when there was Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, Pokemon Emerald came out. And it was kind of an amalgamation of the two games as as well as some, like, additional post-game content, extra Pokemon and new legendary stuff like that. So people expected, like... Pokemon Gun was going to come out uh, or yes, something. Yes, i heard that so Where's Pokemon rifle? Gun? We need Pokemon Gun. Well, Nintendo Sword decided Shield that wasn't gun. family friendly. They can't do that. But what no. they can do is now that they're on the Switch, DLC content is so much easier to have access to. So for a first for the Pokemon company in like 20 plus years, Pokemon Sword and Shield will be getting expansion passes. Kind of like Breath of the Wild if you played that on the Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch. So there's going to be two different expansions. There's going to be the Isle of Armor, and then there's going which to be looks like the new
2: Avatar. Images yeah, that it's like a released. beach <laughs>
4: setting. It's it's like a beachy tropical setting, and then there's going to be the Crown Tundra, which is like an ice setting. They're both going to be two separate expansions, and they're huge. I mean, they are bigger than like the wild area is in the base game. Good. So because like,
2: it's not cheap.
4: It's not cheap. So each of them's thirty dollars. So by the end Ooh. of this whole thing, you're paying basically another game. It's going to be sixty dollars for both expansions. Both of them come out. This year, but you're getting all of the legendary Pokemon. Like every legendary Pokemon. How many Pokemon
3: is there by the end of this?
4: By the end of it? How many? Oh my God. Well, they're adding, they've only said they're adding. Um, With the expansion, they're adding over 200 Pokemon. So we don't know if that's like 250, 300, like we don't know. But they're going to be adding over 200 new and familiar Pokemon with these expansions that were not included in Sword and Shield originally. So with everything, I mean, you're going to have like like 500, almost 600 Pokemon complete. And both of the expansion
2: packs are available for both games. So if you only own one, you can still get both. Yeah,
4: so if you have like, like I have Pokemon Shield, so like I, have I can sword. still We're look map, team. wear a match. Yes. But like if you like, you can get both of them. Brandon, stop laughing at me! Don't be jealous.
3: <laughs> He's uh, laughing at me. <laughs> trust
4: me, it's okay. I'm just saying that I of his Pokemon to shut him up. I know, but you can you can get I'm, both. I love Pokemon. Yeah, but there are differences between the two. So there's different characters and different rivals in the expansion packs depending on whether you have Sword or Shield. Um, so it's really cool. Like there's going to be so much to do. There's new co-op mode there's new ways like you can build your own poke, pokeballs like in one and mm. the it's i think like, oh. it's yeah i think it's in i can't remember which pack it is but basically you can collect like tree nuts and you can make pokeballs out of them so, so
3: there's a crafting system to it too now yeah, that's we're going cool. full minecraft wow. there's even so, like
2: there's like but, cooking in this one you have to like cook like yeah. recipes to make your pokemon bond with you wow. you have to feed them like camping that's a lot Like you don't have to do it. You can still easily play
4: through the game without doing it. (laughs) I didn't do that because I I had to get my review done and I had a week and I was just (laughs) chugging. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm pretty far. I
3: mean, I I didn't finish it, but I'm pretty Mm -hmm. far through Pokemon Pikachu. Mm. Let's go Pikachu. Yeah. Does that, and is there any benefit to like any of the percentage of that game? Does any of that, like, can I take advantage of anything I accomplished in that in the new games or anything?
4: Uh, So, it's not part of the expansions but since you since you played Let's Go Pikachu if you're playing Sword or Shield you can get a Gigantamax Pikachu. You get Fat Boy Pikachu. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what that means they're they're, they're crazy huge. cool. They
3: My Pikachu was already OP in <laughs> yeah. in the, in that game.
4: Yeah. now you get him back. You get you can take him to Sword and Shield and he becomes Fat Pikachu and he's actually very strong competitively Ooh. if you play him in a competitive game. It's Does it doesn't matter
3: which one I get, Sword or Shield.
4: No, you can use it in both. So if you had Let's Go Eevee, oh, you can get me the Gigantamax and Eevee. About to be tearing it <laughs> off. Oh, no. Yeah, so like it's if about you about haven't gotten like if you haven't gotten sword and shield, I think the first um Isle of Adventures, is the first expansion pack, That's which comes so out, comes out in a couple months. Like this is such a ballsy move for the Pokemon company. They've never done this before. The ballsy even. Ah, Janelle. Oh, <laughs> <but> sorry, <laughs> I
3: can't.
4: Janelle, the door there is right go. there. The door is
3: right there. All right, it's unlocked. Go. <laughs> go ahead. There
4: you go. I, I will just say, like, it's this is something fans have been asking for for a really long time. But since Pokemon has never been on like a console system with easily accessible DLC, fans never thought it was going to happen. And so fans were understandably kind of upset when they learned there weren't going to be a ton of Pokemon in Sword and Shield when it came out last year. Now, Pokemon has confirmed we're okay to do DLC. We can just do seasons of games we don't have to come out with a brand new base game every year which was really crippling what they could do with a video game because they had such a strict timeline now they're just coming out with these expansion passes this year and gives them like an extra year to work on another base game for generation nine
2: because the winter one the icy one is releasing in fall yeah so they're going to have like perfectly timed um
1: Change it like fashion. Yeah,
2: yeah. For, for the holidays, it's, it's perfect. Oh, speaking of, you also get new outfits, like clothing yeah, that yeah. complements the area. Yes, you
4: can also get like a brand new bicycle. It's all very exciting for people like me who spent most of their money in
2: game <laughs> Yeah, decking out my character. Oh, that's what I'm about to do. Oh, yeah. new hairstyles. New hairstyles. Colors, colors. It's great. The whole thing.
3: Oh, I'm sold oh, for by the way, this is I'm going to get that money. If I wasn't sold before, it's the, the hair new hairstyles game got, got I've me ever in. Played.
4: Well, hey, I mean, we laugh at it, but like Pokemon Go had its most successful year this year in terms of like, users spending money in game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the phone game. Yeah. And, like, Pokemon also announced today that they're coming out with a mystery dungeon game, which comes out in March, which is crazy because they haven't released one of those like, titles in 15 years. Wow. And people thought they were done doing those one-off stories, but... Pokemon just Great. really shocked everyone today All with these right. announcements. Plus we're getting like galarian versions of the original uh, legendary birds. So if you were like an OG Pokemon fan and you liked Moltres or Articuno or um Zapdos, there's going to be new versions of those Pokemon in uh the the Crown Tundra expansion and the Articuno looks like the sassiest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. Is it
3: it's still called Articuno?
4: So we're not sure yet. They didn't release the name. They just showed pictures, but it's basically like a purple version of Articuno, um, and it looks amazingly sassy.
1: All right. Very impressed. So my takeaway from all this is Nintendo Switch really is the best.
4: I mean, no, I'm just obviously. Joking. I'm
1: just joking. <laughs> if you guys want to learn more, Megan hosts our excellent Pokemon podcast, a wild A wild podcast has appeared. (laughs) You guys should check that out if you're Pokemon fans because what you just heard there goes down every week on that podcast. So Mm -hmm. make sure you check that out. Also, so you can get regular updates about what's going on with Sword, Shield, and Mm -hmm. everything in the universe of Pokemon. All right, so for our deep dive segment, moving right along today, uh, we're going to wrap up some of this Star Wars talk. We've talked about Rise of Skywalker, all the controversy with the JJ cut and all that. But uh, let's talk about the future because... When we got to Rise of Skywalker, there was no set plan for the Star Wars movies. Now we've started to get rumor about what it could be, what could be happening or is likely to happen. And there's kind of compounding evidence that that's where we're going. So the rumor that came out was that there is a new movie series coming out. It's not necessarily a trilogy. It's just movies, a series of movies that would be set in this kind of era of Star Wars history, which is called the High Republic Era which if you were going to do a quick rundown of Star Wars history. So basically, um, a lot of fans know the old Republic era from the, from the games, back when the Jedi Order and the Sith Army were two big armies kind of going at it all over the galaxy. Um, what's a little bit more unclear and undefined in Star Wars lore is this kind of millennia-long period between when the Jedi-Sith War ended and the Sith were all but eradicated... And the start of the Clone Wars um, and everything that we saw in the prequels. So there's about thousand years, give or take, that is undefined. The High Republic is said to be in the kind of the latter end of that era, which would be 400 years before the prequels. Um, and basically, what it can play with is a lot of the kind of looser mythos of like old games and things like that. But the kind of basic storyline of that era is. The Jedi-Sith war, the Jedi eradicated the Sith, um, and the Sith were largely undone because there were too many of them, and they screwed each other over all the time. And so that's what kind of the infighting led to their collapse and eradication. And there was one survivor, uh, Darth Bane, who people know from the mythos. And Darth Bane is canonized now. He was in Clone Wars animated series in, in that sixth season. Um, basically he was a sole survivor of that war, and he's the one who came up with the new kind of modern Sith mythos with a rule of two, that there can only be two, uh, a master and an apprentice, and because he, his whole theory was that, you know, basically having so many Sith is what brought them down, so there should only be two, a master and an apprentice, and he kind of put that into place and started the whole process of the Sith going from being these aggressive, army to being these kind of schemers working in the shadows, never letting people know they exist, and working to undermine both the Jedi, the stability of the galaxy, the balance of the Force, all that stuff that led to Palpatine and and Order 66 and the rise of the Empire eventually. So the kind of key to this is, like I said, it's established enough that it gives shape to what the next Star Wars kind of movie story would be. But it's loose enough that they can play with it and kind of inject their own new storyline into this and and play with elements that we know about but but aren't like concretely locked down and canon yet. So the idea would be kind of a movie series where the Jedi are have you know there's this time it's also called the Great Peace that there was this time of peace. Now within that time of peace, quote unquote, there were a lot of. Other smaller conflicts that are uh, that are becoming more relevant. The hyperspace war, um, the Mandalorian wars, take place in this in this era. So you could see why this would be attractive to the franchise right about now. Um, a lot of this has to do, like again, with the history of why Mandalore is the way that it is. Other things that set up the modern Star Wars era get kind of formed here. So yeah, was alive.
3: Hmm? Yoda's
1: alive. Yoda's yes. alive, yeah. Well, Yoda's he's 500 very years old. And, and he would be kind of like, more and less people have joked, he'd be like millennial lo- yeah, Yoda. Yeah, he really like, would uh, yeah. be millennial Adolescent Yoda. Adolescent Yoda. Yeah, Adolescent Yoda. yeah he'd be younger, kind way. of rasher Yoda. Um, <laughs> yeah, characters like Yoda would be still kind of hanging around. Um, Darth Bane would be kind of up to make an appearance in this. Um, or new Sith lords, and you could introduce a whole array of new Jedi who Yoda may have referenced some of them, but we haven't known a lot of them because this is a time when the Jedi were all powerful and kind of really full force. That's so really like wrong. here are the kind of the kind of different. There's been kind of different little clues that this is where this is going. Um, the release the Matt broke down what comics were coming out this week. One of them is. Star Wars, The Rise of Kylo Ren, which is the origin story of how Ben Solo, that period of when he kinda had the falling out with Luke and became Kylo Oh, uh, So the one Knights of those of
3: stories we should have seen in the movies but didn't? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So That's so exciting. No,
1: I mean this yeah. there's a lot in this comic that is like, yeah, somebody should have made a movie of this. <laughs> yeah. Like one more well, prequel standalone movie of this would have been good. Mm. Because I it's mean, everything. But
3: instead we got solo to start with it. It
1: starts yeah. like right after the last Jedi Super. scene. So like right
3: after he brings
1: the house down on Luke and then gets up and just slaughters everybody. It reveals that Snoke had been in contact with him for like years working him Who? and Nope. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's actually like Snoke in like a golf cap, man, mining this big space garden, and he's actually Palpatine. We know, um, and how and you see how he stokes. There's a lot of stuff. That guy from the beginning of Force Awakens, Lars, Lar Van, sock or whatever. Who was his name with Poe? Yeah, who talks with Poe? He is in this issue, and he and Luke and Ben, when Ben is just a boy, go on a mission to the outer rims to find this Jedi outpost. That's from dun da da da. The High Republic era, which is the first, it's all time. just pisses me
3: off. Like that I'm does, just getting mad hearing you talk about this because it all sounds very cool. Like yeah. I haven't read that comic, and it all sounds very cool. And the High Republic, like I, that, sounds cool. I don't care what movie's next as long as it's good. Like there's nothing that's going to get me more excited than something else, probably, unless it's about a character we already know. But the Mandalorian proved it doesn't have to be a character we already know. True. But the fact that what you're saying sounds so cool about that comic makes me so mad about how the trilogy don't came hold out. Hold your
1: anger yet? I'm not done. Oh, there's so, more. Wow. Yeah. Come how right the so the you, High yeah, Republic has never been, like, really officially named. That's why it's called, like, it's very vague and undefined. It's kind of a new term for, like, the era of great peace or whatever. So this was a big name drop in this. So they go to find this temple, and it's basically Luke trying to recover the Jedi Order. And this temple has all kinds of crazy stuff, like that ancient Jedi when they were so powerful and had everything kind of used. And waiting for them to ambush them in this temple are the Knights of Ren, including Ren. What? I'm literally furious. Including the actual Ren. So this comic actually introduces who Ren is, and he's crazy hot under this weird helmet he wears. Uh, He takes it off, and he's like an Adonis, but he leaves the helmet. They have a fight with Luke. You get to see Luke destroy the Knights of Ren without killing them because...
3: He's a Jedi and he doesn't murder people. This is infuriating. Yeah, and, uh, this and it's... Wow. the story you just told me was more compelling than the last two Star Wars movies. Exactly. Saw, sorry, and the, and mm.
1: Ren leaves this helmet on the ground and years later when he's adult and... Has, and the Force Awakens set all that up yeah. to be told. Yeah, exactly. And when he's, a, when he's older, later oh. uh, Kylo Ren comes, finds the helmet... Puts it on, and Ren had been waiting for him to kind of grow up and and have his powers. It's all in one, and that's how he lures him. That's issue is that's, issu- that's
4: the prequel one is That's one issue. That's one
1: issue. Everything I just told you. I said it.
4: I'm furious. I
1: spoilers, I hate by it. the way. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no. furious.
4: I think we're also literally watching BD's descent into becoming a sis. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm so angry.
3: Anger is fueling him so bad that <laughs> well, that is not the story we got in the movies. And Kylo, what the hell happened? Who did they did did a who's is Marvel publishing this book? the best part. He also did a Marvel writer just come up with. This and say, well, this is what we're going to do? Is it? Uh, I mean, this is all just official canon. Is it? A, like, is it a Marvel comic? Out. Yeah. So, so it's some comic writer who I don't know. No, who's writing, this I don't is mean official dis- canon. Like they, they make the story group. Com- so, like, someone at Lucasfilm allowed a Marvel writer, a writer who then worked for Marvel to publish it, to write this story. Yeah. So they, so they already had this story, yeah, and they just didn't use it in the wow. movies. Yeah.
2: What? What was that writer? You're sounds brilliant. Brilliant. Like
3: a, yeah. <laughs> Why would you do
1: that? Uh, I
2: know.
4: because so they haven't
1: realized on a good standalone of Star Wars
3: The Rise of Kylo Ren would be a good movie oh my
4: God. Well, I do know I uh, know especially because Kylo Ren you carried just these films on Adam his Driver back. Really? seems so
3: disinterested in doing anything else ever again and you just can't blame him when things like this are happening yeah mm-hmm. I mean this is like it's, it's a wa- very it's he had they had so much potential with his character his oh character I forgot the best part. was so interesting in The Force Awakens mm-hmm. and then even more so in The Last Jedi and I don't really like The Last Jedi Kylo Ren was tremendously interesting in that movie yep, that's why carried
4: <laughs> the movie on his back
3: I don't know. So, but that's over. Uh, I mean, that dude's dead. So we're talking about don't
4: the
1: High Republic. I don't even talk to me about that. So no. point yeah, don't get, this, I don't, honestly don't really? want more
3: at this point. I don't want more because they killed him and the character didn't matter well, I mean, in this we're trilogy. Not. So, so you can't this change This is just to kind of catapult you can't change
1: this trilogy. Us into this other right. era. So oh. it kind of sets up the intrigue of what the High Republic era was, what the Jedi were, and kind of what happened on the Outer Rims, mm-hmm. um,
3: including like Exegol. All that stuff could be. Well, you know, I have my Sith Wayfinder. Everything's good. I know where to go. Yes. Right, my little, yeah, my but little my little video identified quest side quest to find this wayfinder, and now the map shows me where to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's been identified also that that wasn't a Sith temple because of the statues that are in there. They're yeah. the four philosophers who basically came up with the theory of the Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was an ancient High Republic temple again. So these are the ties that are already being established. Yeah. So that temple was a High Republic temple that eventually the Sith either conquered or snuck into and converted into what we saw. Time there. to
3: start fresh. Yeah, yeah. Time to yeah start really well, the High Republic would it's be a a, essentially yeah. a fresh start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yes. why there so no White Walkers. Do There's not, none of that. Yeah. I don't want to be talking to Pete. I don't want to see theories about how this character from the Skywalker Saga can pop up. I want nothing from the sky. Time to start. First. Yoda only. Yoda. Yoda. Yoda's, Yoda, Yoda? Would be fun. That's, Yoda that's is the thread like, that ties us all together. Be, <laughs> so and, but you true. don't like. I don't. I want the story to not need Yoda. Like I want the story to not need these characters that we already know to be enhanced. Like I want the story to stand on its own. And I want i Whoever's writing this comic at Marvel to write the damn High Republic <laughs> thing because oh the fact that that's not in this last trilogy. It's
1: yeah. I mean, curious. the High Republic. I don't want to see any of the
3: droids popping up,
1: none of that. But no, that's a kind that of beauty, it. and that's don't why I bring it. this up. That's the beauty of a High Republic era story. It's essentially the Star Wars framework we know. Mm-hmm. Bunch of Jedi, you know, from the prequels mm-hmm. era. Bunch of Jedi running around. They mm-hmm. think they've won this great victory. The Sith are gone, but there are Sith out there, and they're trying to reconstitute power. And they begin yeah. to mess with things. That's yeah. right. Um, and so, and it's a whole new set of characters.
4: Good. Yeah. I mean, there all that. Uh, all I, that I'm sounds great. Because, like, I. I always thought the prequels got unnecessary hate. That's not a conversation to have. But the best part of it for I'm me was you. seeing all of the Jedi run around. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was so cool. Like, the, I know Attack of the Clones is a Richard very... Richard popped up in the booth. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Yeah. He, yeah. He's a, I mean, Attack of the Clones is a very polarizing film. But the Coliseum scene that's in it with all the like the Jedi coming in and fighting, like, that blew my mind Like when I was watching I that mean, whether theaters. you love or hate
3: the prequels, there's no denying that there are yeah. scenes that are true highlights of the, the entire Star Wars franchise as a whole. There are there are battles and scenes in those that were awesome.
4: Yeah, like yeah. all of those Dude, I want to see the Mandalorian
3: Wars. I want to see a yeah. movie about that. Like I want to see I the Jedi and the Mandalorian. You think like about that's what I that want trilogy. to see with the High like, Republic. There's not much that stands, I mean, the, the, the fight with Kylo Ren and Rey in the throne room is really the only thing I, that's coming to my mind as like, Yeah, I mean, it was visually stunning.
4: Of, but in yeah. terms of choreo, like, Oh yeah. Like, no, like I know I just, I just want the High Republic so much because it will give us this clean slate. It's we don't have to rely on the Skywalkers. The only thing I just, I just need to like echo Brandon. Don't bring in any of the Skywalker stuff. Don't start talking about the prophecy of like what of what they thought Anakin would be, and then what Luke became, and then what Ray became. I don't want that. Focus on the conflict and just leave all of this meta nonsense behind at this point.
3: If a connection happens organically, that's awesome. Yeah, don't force it. But don't write... Like, it's it's like what they did, what they had to do with Carrie Fisher's lines. Like, J.J. Abrams did the best he could do with that. He knew he had a great encyclopedia in his head of the lines they had recorded with Carrie Fisher on episode seven. And then they found a way they they knew they wanted to use her in the movie. And I'm not faulting the episode nine for this, because I don't know what else they could have done. And it really is so tragic what happened to Carrie Fisher. But. Writing around trying to work something else in made those scenes suffer. Like it took me out of the scenes. Like what? It, like Ray saying, "There's so much I have to tell you just to cue up the line. Tell me when you get back." Because they wanted to have them sort of have a goodbye. Mm-hmm. You knew it was written that way. If you write a whole movie around trying to do those ties, the same way. I don't know. It's a bad metaphor, maybe. No, I know like, no, what I'm mean, saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just tell your story. No, I mean, and don't let there yeah. be any constraints to it. Yeah, just right. start fresh.
1: I mean it's and like, tell all the details. The only thing that needs to come out of this is starting down the path towards Sidious. And here's how the Galactic Republic of the prequels took shape. That's it. Yeah. I mean
4: you, you need. don't need to like teach yeah. to the test here. You just need to write a yeah. story that stands alone on its all, own and then if it and makes an it, organic connection, good job. If not,
1: And rely on the dramatic irony because the Jedi will think, hey, we're doing good, how they get involved in the in the in the government and become kind of an arm of the government. All that will seem very positive, but we know where it leads. And so the context just kind of
4: it'll play itself. Yeah, exactly. Just just trust Like a little bit more. in the
3: force of the high. Have you seen The Rise of Skywalker yet? I have not. You totally just spoiled it for me. That's okay though. That's okay. I had to
2: go. I was traveling a lot for the holidays and then I'm traveling again. So I was going to see it literally in a week. <laughs> but oh, I so I don't you need already
3: to heard now. about see so where Jar Jar, back. Jar comes back? What?
1: Oh Stop. yay! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> on Glassdoor, search. I even don't host. like Jar Jar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So yeah. moving right along so BD can calm down. 2020. <laughs> you guys, you heard from me, you heard from Matt, and you heard from Jim about what we're looking forward to in twenty twenty. So we got a little bit of time, so I thought I'd go around and give our hosts today a chance to kind of put you on. BD, you wanna you wanna kick it off oh, or lady start first? Off. I'll
2: go first. Okay. Okay. Oh. First First and foremost, I just have to say this because the reason why I was ever brought around comic book is for The Walking Dead. And I'm a huge fan of The Walking Dead. I don't care if some people think it's dying or whatever the negativity is. I love The Walking Dead, so I cannot wait for the new season or sorry, the second half of this season to come back. It's on the 23rd of February.
3: Oh, man, it's only halfway done. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, there's eight episodes left. Uh, there's going to be 40 weeks of The Walking Dead this year. 40 Sundays with The Walking Dead on.
4: Have fun, there. Brandon.
3: I'm not we, there's we no way. I'm not anymore. doing everything. There's no way. I'm not yeah. coming in for 40 Sundays. I'm not doing it. There's no way. It's too much.
2: <laughs> it's
4: but it's But a there's
3: lot. good stuff coming. Yeah, this back get, half of season 10. God,
2: hopefully I haven't be, even told you. You know, I don't know. Oh. So I'm looking forward to knowing if if the comics are going to kind of line up, match up with the TV show. They will. Um, they will. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> Live <Negan>, reaction. <laughs> I want Negan to have his moment that he has in the comics. So obviously I don't want to spoil anything, but um, you know, I want to see alpha beta, all of that stuff. Um, I want to see the return of Maggie. Um, oh. I'm oh gosh, I, I'm getting bad looks from Brandon. And like, I'm not
3: saying anything. I'm so I'm scared. You, I, I keep secrets.
2: I'm coming to you as a fan the of the show, and I'm just really excited to see it back again. I
3: think, I think you'll be happy.
2: Oh good. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Mostly. <laughs> Okay. This is so. Good. This is so terrifying. Yeah. He's like controlling all of our expectations yes, right now. He's playing with my
3: emotions. It's, I, well, he's used I, to
2: doing that.
4: We we'll probably the have the Dead. episode
3: soon. We'll watch it. Sorry. Yeah, Continue. I didn't mean to interrupt your experience. Well, that's it. Yeah, I'm just really
2: excited for The Walking Dead. I know that a lot of like I get a lot of tweets from uh, people that used to watch After the Dead, which is the show that. Um, BD and I hosted together. Well, I co-hosted. He was the main host. Come on, let's be real. But Um, um, I miss you guys, too, and I miss the show, and I can't wait to have it back, and that's definitely what I'm most looking forward to, and my Sundays have no meaning without The Walking Dead. What?
4: Yeah, so my resolutions or things I'm excited for for this year isn't like one thing like The Walking Dead. I've not devoted my life to it, but there's like a (laughs) series of things like I know I just gushed about Pokemon for like probably too long. Another game for the Switch, the superior console is Animal Crossing. I'm sorry. I'm just like one of those people who really loves like simulation games. And I'm so excited for Animal Crossing to be here this year. They delayed it. I was kind of set, upset about it, but if it took that delay to make this game be everything that we hoped it would be, then I'm, I'm okay with it. And then on an anime side, uh, Attack on Titan should be entering its final season. We're not sure any of the nitty-gritty details. The manga has been saying it's going to end for, like, two years now, but, like, it's actually there at the cusp, at the thrush. We just got a new chapter this week, and, like it's coming to a close so the 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 final season is going to be coming forward answering a lot of questions that fans have and then with the japanese side if we ever get a trailer i am excited for godzilla versus kong
3: Mm, yeah hopefully
4: (laughs) i've just waiting (laughs) patiently well rather not so patiently about what this film's going to be so those are my three things
3: all right bd what do you got uh I mean I'm excited for Black Widow and Eternals but I want to kind of say something else cuz I always talk about Marvel everywhere I am. Uh Walking Dead as well but uh the movie I think I'm most excited for genuinely and I wouldn't have told you this a week ago before I saw its trailer but A Quiet Place Part 2 looks amazing. I thought the first A Quiet Place was great and I really think like th- the fact that they're going back to like show the apocalypse happening I think is super exciting and if well done could just cement this as one of the best post-apocalyptic stories ever. Really could, and we might get John Krasinski back. We have Cillian Murphy or Killian, how do you say, it? Killian, Killian. Killian mm-hmm. Murphy, Jai uh, Munhounsu. I mean, everybody who you're a huge fan of is in this movie. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I think that movie. The trailer looked just awesome. And another thing that's very similar to that, but in video game land, is The Last of Us Part oh, Two. Yeah, oh, I've been yes. waiting on that so, for I six know. years now. I've been waiting so long. Uh, I will finally have a reason to turn my PlayStation on and give my Xbox a break. It's getting tired from being used so much from being the best superior console and it's just like been so, PS4, so long some, like, and it was supposed things. to come out next month and now it's delayed but as soon as that game gets here i mean i'm disappearing for a while and i'm playing it all the way through yeah. uh for that i mean also i think top gun is going to be pretty cool too top
1: gun oh, all right yeah. so there you have it those are our 2020 picks from our hosts this week Thank you guys for tuning in. That'll do it for this episode of Comic Book Nation. If you're just now getting in the show, we drop new episodes every Wednesday, every Friday. Make sure you're listening to two a week. You got to cover everything with us. And you can find those on comicbook.com and you can subscribe to our RSS feed to get regular updates or you can subscribe on your favorite listening platforms. We're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Google Playlist, or you can go to the comicbook.com YouTube page and find episodes of Comic Book Nation there as well. If you want to talk to any of us, or want to just talk about what we talked about on the show, you can hit us up at the hashtag Comic Book Nation, or you can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You can find me
2: at Janelle Wheeler on all socials and twitch.tv slash Janelle Wheeler to play games and do all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at Megan
4: Peters CB.
3: You can find me at Brandon Davis BD at all good places where social we media know, accounts We know everybody are sold. knows where to find you. anybody <laughs> Anybody comes to comic book, they know where to it's find. It's honestly
4: kind of like Where's Waldo, but like Where's BD? Like, where <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, is he in the in world? The world now? <laughs>
3: like, yeah, we don't know where you are. Geotag. I'm going Harry Potter World this <laughs> week? <but> like, <gasps> yeah. Oh my god! That's, but this is it's not a work thing. I'm just going.
1: <gasps>
4: that's exciting, and I'm yeah, really way happy more. For there
3: you him. go. So that's so where the
1: jealous. world BD will be. So if you're in Disney World area this weekend. You want a fan Dude, selfie? No, stop it. You Hit want a up. selfie with BD? Universal
2: not Harry Disney. Harry Potter
1: World. Oh god. Oh, no. sorry. Universal Universal
2: not Disney. <clears throat> Hit him up.
1: They're right it's all down. Orlando. I just consider it one basin. <laughs> <and it's, laughs> you
2: know, Try right. and well, run up there.
1: <laughs> um, and I'll
3: tell you what I'll do if I win the lottery.
1: <laughs> yeah there you go you can hear bd's insane plans for his lottery win uh so make sure you catch him out there it's like a pokemon go game uh but that'll do it uh, i think do we have anything else to add oh yeah five star re- t- reviews on itunes if you guys like the show go on itunes leave us a five star review because we have some extra time coming up so we're going to do another round of uh, review readings on the show and send out some free t-shirts so be sure to check that out Otherwise, uh, thank you guys for listening as always. Oh, one milestone to note. I want to thank everybody who's been part of the show in season one. Uh, season two will start in February. So this is we're coming down to the last weeks of season one. But we already kind of hit a major milestone. We already got two million downloads for this show in its first season, which is good. That makes it look good for our bosses. It keeps us on the air and not fired or canceled. And I want to thank everybody who was a part of making that happen. All two million of you or all 100 of you who downloaded this a million times plus two or times two. I just messed up a lot of math right there. (laughs) Which is always a good sign that it's time to sign off. So we are out of here. This is Comic Book Nation. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Deuces.